Hello, and welcome back to the Entrepreneur Podcast, where every single week we talk about bringing your creative dreams to life. My name's Adam. Once again, Cole is out of town, but I think he gets back tonight. So next week, it'll be the two of us, but until then, you're stuck with me. And this week, we're talking about a pretty fun topic, especially for those of you that like to read four must-read books for artists. And before we jump into the list, I just want to talk a little bit about reading as a whole, especially when it comes to nonfiction, creative type books, you know, things that are about making your career better, things that are not like a story. Uh, So as a full-time creative, sometimes I feel like my batteries are getting drained and maybe I'm losing a little bit of perspective and a little bit of focus. Whenever that happens, I found that reading a good book will help me come at this problem from a new angle. But with that being said, I consider most books to be an advice buffet. Uh, I don't remember where I first heard that phrase, but basically it just means that you don't have to take every single word of a book as divine truth. You know, there's going to be stuff that contradicts other books that you've liked. There's going to be good advice in most books. There's going to be stuff that maybe you don't find super helpful and that's okay so take what you can from a book and you know learn some lessons get some stuff out of it but don't you don't need to make it like a dogma thing and number two something that i've seen before as good advice and i tend to agree the d and f the did not finish sometimes i'll be reading a book i'll get 75 percent of the way through And I'll just be inspired to kick it into high gear and I'll leave that book behind. I'll say, I got what I need out of this. I'm going to go crush it and just totally leave the rest of the book behind. That is okay. The point of reading these books is not just to finish it. It's to get yourself moving in the right direction again. So, you know, if you feel like you got something good out of a book, you don't have to finish it. If you're not getting something out of it, don't finish it. You know, we don't have to finish every single book we start. But with that being said and all that out of the way, Let's get to the selections. So number one, Steal Like an Artist by Austin Kleon. Now this book was really big for me when I got into creating my own music again for the first time. It was a big deal for me to read this book because it helped me get into a mindset of creativity and of making a lot of art fast and making art that I thought was exciting and fun. So like I said, Steal Like an Artist, Austin Kleon. Now, why I liked this book. The writing and the art style is perfect for me. Now, I have ADHD diagnosed. It's not the best. Uh, But there's a lot of illustrations. It's not super wordy. The chapters are very short. uh, And it's a good book to read in chunks. So I actually got through it pretty quick. And I enjoyed it. And the top takeaways for me from this book were number one not everything has to be the Sistine Chapel Uh, you don't have to work on something forever and come up with this totally perfect amazing masterpiece for someone to find meaning in it and second you don't need to figure out everything about yourself and who you're meant to be before you start creating something so you can start getting to work now with all the questions you have With all the uncertainty you have, you can start creating anyway. And number two, which is tightly connected to number one because it is the sequel and it's by the same author, is a book called Show Your Work 
It's equally short. It's also full of great illustrations. It's a companion piece to Steal Like an Artist, but it's all about sharing your creative work, putting things out there, trying to get discovered, trying to get your art in front of people. Now, the top takeaways from that book. Number one, storytelling is an important part of sharing your art. Think about how your story and the story that your art tells will connect with people. And the second takeaway, share something small every day. And that means that you're teaching, you're sharing your process, you're being open about what you create. Those things are super important because as an artist, building an audience doesn't just happen. You know, sharing something small along the way every single day is a great way to help build that audience. Now, those two books are insanely rereadable. So very often in my career, I've come back to those books and I have read them again. They're short, they're super inspiring, and I just really like reading them. And they definitely help me kickstart, you know, getting out of writer's block or feeling insecure, whatever it is. So I've read those both multiple times and I find them to be super engaging, super helpful, and super actionable. Now, the next pair of books, I've only read once. They're a little more academic, uh, a little more dry, but they're certainly worth reading for sure. So book number three for artists that I highly recommend is a book called 4,000 Weeks Time Management for Mortals by Robert Bozeman. And why I like this book is the author is very real. He doesn't really sugarcoat anything. Also, I did listen to the audiobook. He has a nice British accent, which makes it extra pleasant to listen to. And it just puts things into perspective when it comes to time management, as the title would imply. It is a time management book, but it is for mortals. And the top takeaways, and especially why it's called Time Management for Mortals, is because a healthy relationship with time management is the number one goal of this book. Uh, he talks a lot about you know how much time everyone has on the planet and why that makes time management important because you know the average human life is around 4,000 weeks. And if you focus on optimizing everything on output, output, output only, you'll never actually be satisfied because it's physically impossible to run out of tasks to complete. So from week one to week 4,000, you're gonna feel busy. So prioritization of what makes you happy, successful, and rested is going to be key. You're encouraged to learn to let go of things that you will never do perfectly. For example, if you'll never have a perfectly clean kitchen, but you do spend a lot of time painting, do you really care about the kitchen? So this is the kind of questions that he raises in the book. And you're encouraged to figure out what you're really passionate about versus what you're interested in. Learn how to differentiate between hobbies and distractions so that you can really focus your time on the things that are going to matter long term and the things that are going to make you happy and ultimately have a successful career that also is not unhealthy. Now, that book is not really written for artists in particular, but I think a lot of us being self-employed could use some help with time management because when you are self-employed, you don't have hours, you don't clock in, you don't clock out. There's not always going to be somebody there making you do the work, which is great, but it's also tough because there's not someone telling you to stop. So a book like this, I think is super helpful for artists to come up with healthy ways 
to manage their time. And number four, the fourth book that I want to recommend, The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. Now, this is another fairly straightforward educational book, just like 4,000 Weeks. It doesn't have too much to do specifically with being an artist, but I did like it because it gives lots of good examples of leadership, good examples of what a collaborative partner should look like, and just people who have their priorities in check. The top takeaways from this book for me were, number one, you can use obstacles to your advantage. So it helps you put your failures and challenges in perspective, realize that they aren't unbeatable, and tackle them in a solid way. It also focuses on trying to improve what you can control and letting go of things that you can't, or using them as an advantage, like I said. So 4,000 Weeks and The Obstacle is the Way, both are just kind of more traditional psychology, time management, leadership kind of books. No, they're not written for artists, but I think they are just as important as those first two. So if you're looking for some inspiration, if you're looking for some books to read, if you need to get back in the creative habit, if you need help breaking through insecurity when it comes to sharing your art, or you need help with time management or with prioritizing the important parts of your art career, not getting hung up on obstacles, those are four books that I super highly recommend that you check out. So, like I said, my name is Adam. Thanks for listening to the Artrepreneur Podcast. Hopefully you have a great week, work on lots of art, have lots of fun. Follow us on Instagram at Entrepreneur Podcast, and we will talk to you next week.